but we'll talk about Love and Thunder in three, two, one. everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 169 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, interview guests, and talk about our love of the game. Ben always talks about too much stuff before show that I want him to wait for, and changing names so I was going to have a little bit for. But anyways, how are you doing, Sin? I'm good. We're magical. Des. Des is here too, I believe. Yes, I am here. I am alive. I am breathing. Right on. <laughs> so Sin's magical. Des is breathing. That's all we can ask for this lovely evening as we have our episode 169. Getting up there a little bit. Giggity. Yeah. Giggity. <laughs> now, is that, but for some reason, 169 doesn't sound too impressive. I don't know. Now, if it was like 42069 or something, <laughs> we didn't have that many episodes. Oof, that's oof. I don't know if I'm gonna make that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what is new, Sin? You 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 did some stuff before the show? I've done a lot of stuff. It feels like in the past couple days alone. Um so rewind before what I did before the show. I uh uh you and I were messaging back and forth there the other day. I was a uh, putting in or starting to put in a raised garden bed uh, for my daughter. Cause we had a lot of stuff outside and the grass was starting to grow a little tall. There's a lot of plants there. It looked like hot garbage. So I started cleaning a lot of that out, got the, the raised bed put, put together at least. I just need to level out the area, uh, which it rained today. So I couldn't do it. So that part kind of got delayed. So I did that, uh, you know, uh, if we want to talk about Destiny later, what I did last night, we could talk about that later. But what did you do I, last night, son? <laughs> uh, a raid, double header, DLC oh, followed okay. by Val. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had fun last night with a friend over, but um, no, oh, uh, really now we'll get we'll get into Destiny talk in a second. But uh, okay, I was just thinking, or... is that Mormon talk? If you had a friend no, over, no. um, well, <laughs> ex Mormon, but anyways, uh. <laughs> What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So about the topic about, yeah, the raised beds, and we were chatting some, and you had some computer questions. Uh, it was just recently. We we joked about this before, and really there hasn't been a major purpose, Discord DMs versus texts or whatever. But for how long I've known you, I just barely got your phone number yesterday. <laughs> yep. It's been We're like, hey, let's years. text instead of do Discord. I don't know why. I mean, it's about the same really when it comes down to it, but... Yeah. Pretty much, but and, you had joked about it once. So then I had even I that came to mind yesterday. I'm like, okay, here's my number in case you want it. <laughs> you're you're out getting your Subaru service, drinking coffee, doing whatnot. And it's just like just text Discord's. I'm over Discord. <laughs> well, actually, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and it wasn't a bad thing too because um, where I was, there wasn't as good reception, and uh, so texts you know tend to still come through kind of okay versus like data apps and, and all that jazz. So there was there was good reasons for it also. But I finally gave Sin my phone number. Hopefully, I don't regret it. Everyone, I will report back <laughs> you to will. you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But other than that, uh, we'll finish out for uh, today. I, I got to see Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, took my two littles, uh, my middle kiddo, my boy, and my youngest, uh, my little ginger daughter. Um, she actually fell asleep like right at the start of the movie and slept for about an hour through it. And then uh, my boy stayed awake through the whole time. He actually was pretty good. I thought he would be asking me like a million questions because he doesn't watch a lot of Marvel movies. But it was uh, me, them, uh, one of my friends, Bromastra, you know, in Discord, and um, he brought his three little. So we had uh, basically all but one seat in the top row of this particular uh, theater to ourselves. So it was nice. It was a good movie, and I'm waiting now for Des to watch it so we can talk about it. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. I think you'll like it. There are some oh, really good things in it. Yeah, there's, there's no, there's no, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. Most, most definitely, <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> okay, has there been, for, for both of you, maybe I'll start with Jess first, but um, uh, any of those like Marvel movies that you probably, you'd have to say you didn't like, like, you know, 40, 30% to the fact like you probably wouldn't watch it again? No, there was one I detested. I, I can answer this question very safely. Um, there was, an X-Men movie that I absolutely detested. I would not watch it. I would not buy it. Which one? Actually. Um, and hilariously, the only reason I owned it is because my wife bought it without me knowing about it. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, that was going to be the only movie from the Fox X-Men collection that I was not going to own, and I was happy to do it. Because uh, Newsflash, I used to be such a comic book nerd that mm-hmm. I, I, there. If they went too far out of left field, I just wouldn't like it. Okay. And X Men Three, Last Stand, I absolutely despised it with like every fiber of my being, um, because it just went so far out of left field. They screwed up Juggernaut entirely, and it was just it was awful. Um, but I've chilled since then. I've learned. Uh, I basically learned that valuable piece of advice that, uh, you know, if you really want to go back and like relive the comic book glory, go back and read the comic books. Yeah. The story is already out there. And it, it literally took like a few years. I can't even remember exactly what, but it took a while for me to actually be able to just have an open mind about Marvel movies in general. Hmm. So, yeah. But it's also okay if that's like, I mean, you generally are pretty positive on them, so uh, it, now, it's always now I guess. Certain, <laughs> certain ones that are lower on the list, you know? <laughs> no, no, because like I said, yeah, I mean, it's still like probably my least favorite of the, uh, of like the Fox X-Men movies, but it's basically because the entire movie feels extraordinarily rushed and weird and... I listened to a commentary on it and like the director's primary job is like, Oh, I'm going to add this because Brian Singer didn't get to it. Oh, I'm going to do this because Brian Singer didn't get to it. And I'm just like, Oh, 
okay, that's why this movie is like a hodgepodge of a mess. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> He was yeah. just trying to outdo the other director. <laughs> yeah, Interesting. Yeah. All right. And uh, yeah, for me, um, you know, before Destiny Talk, not too much. Last week I was out of town. Why I missed that recording, I had family in town from, well, most of the family lives in town, but it was my in-laws' uh, 40th anniversary. And they what? had their whole family <clears throat> from all over, including... A son that I, I've only met like once or twice, but a while ago. And then yeah. him and his family lives in Australia, in the Melbourne area. Oh, nice. And I feel like we kind of were talking about it once, but this was back like when I just barely got into Destiny or he hadn't gotten into it yet. Because we both kind of got into it about the same time. But then he kind of remembered that I played Destiny or something. He's like, oh, so let's talk about Destiny. I'm like, wait a second, you play Destiny? And I, you know, a lot of times, even for the people that play, like, I don't know, like, how much they're into it or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> he's probably going to be playing with us soon. <laughs> Way cool guy. And nice. uh, he's done every raid once, but he wants to raid a lot more because his crew, his clan, he hasn't been super social with. So he's going to join our clan, our Discord, everything. I think he gets back in town um, this next weekend. So, uh, That'd be way cool to be playing with a family member <laughs> that I did not know played Destiny. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're have you know we're doing like the family reunion things, and then me and him are just off to the side talking <laughs> Destiny. And he was like, "You have a podcast and a clan and a Discord and everything." Like, yeah, kind of that geek, right? That started all that stuff. <laughs> so nerd, nerd, right? <laughs> But uh, speaking of geeky stuff, also, I want to announce that we have an updated website ooh, ooh. at theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. And now Wait, the best for that? website on the net. No, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't checked all of them. But uh, no, I'm very proud of this one. Uh, my wife, Stacy, uh, who is a professional graphic designer and marketing director for a company, she was bored over the weekend and didn't have any side gigs she was working on and this and that. And she's like, how about I update your website also because of uh, my brother-in-law that might be playing here soon. And we just felt like, sure, because she can do those things really well. So she basically Very got well. it done in one day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. <that's> nice. <laughs> yep. Nice. And the, the way that, I mean, yeah just resizing graphics and images and making sure it makes good looks good on mobile and kind of she directed the whole thing she i'm like yeah you can have creative control um i'm like there's like a 10 percent chance there's something i might not like and i'll tell you to change it but generally just run with it and sure <laughs> enough there was nothing really that i cared about and so <clears throat> i think the only thing i added was like so at the beginning there's a splash page you pick your character are you a titan hunter or warlock and then it kind of gives you a little blurb text and then when within that you're on the main site and you can see all the normal tabs but if you want to change your mind and go back to another character at the very bottom we added something that said what does it say like i want to pick a different character i should load this up here so that you can see what the other ones say <clears throat> let me click on that uh yeah change your mind reselect your class here but anyways um yeah everyone if you want to promote us let people know about how to join our clan 
how to join the Discord, how to listen to podcasts. It's, it was all kind of already there on our old website, but now it's even easier to find. Just tell people, theguardianhub.com. Send. I'll wait till the end to do it again. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, yeah, see, you have to say that to people. You have to say, the Guardian Hub, or check out theguardianhub.com, the best hub on the net. The best <laughs> hub on the net. It's a, it's a package deal. We can't have one without the other. Right. Um, Is that like love in the marriage? Exactly. Oh, man. I am Let's dating like a horse and carriage. I am yeah. dating myself with that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, you kind of are no matter are. what. Right. <laughs> because if you enjoy it, because what, it was one of those lounge songs, right? Uh, lounge singer songs. Um, um, so, I mean, that's like. 50s, 60s or so, 60s, 70s, maybe. I don't even know like maybe. the proper era of lounge singers, to be honest. Um, I don't either. I just remember the TV show. Exactly. <laughs> but that was like early <laughs> 90s. So <laughs> basically. Oh, boy. Anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, your wife did like a fantastic job on the website. I just have to, like, I send her a message. I, I don't think she's on Discord enough to see it again. But I had to apologize for, of course, my extremely long and complicated answers that she very nicely snipped into the essential details. No, they're <laughs> great. Mine were probably too short. <laughs> oh, I gave, like, lines almost for each one. And I saw the, like, the idea on the finished product. It's like, oh, okay, short answers. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it all turned out because I didn't even see, we didn't know what each other were saying. And I didn't see your, your guys' responses either until she made the site live for me. And so I had no idea what you guys were saying too. <clears throat> and of course, like when the question comes, one of the questions comes like, what other Destiny podcasts do you recommend? And I'm just trying to be like the, um, <clears throat> you know, the middle of the road person. Well, you know, just check out destinypodcast.com. I love them all, you know. <laughs> And then like you, you two kind of gave answers a little bit, but it was just funny, you know, just seeing our personalities and see how we answered the questions. Indeed. Like I said, she definitely did good, like snipping essential details out of my answers. Because everything looked great. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And, uh, and a day? Holy crap. The what? As a, in like all of that was in a day. Oh yeah, that's yeah, in a day. Ridiculous to me, but I guess that's you know different skill sets because I uh, the closest I've come to like website design was uh, old Yahoo groups, which I you can use like yeah, you can use like a, a basic uh, like formatting table editions. It was I guess kind of like uber primitive website design. It took me hours to do the most basic looking thing. Yeah, I'm sure it just it takes time and experience. It's like it yeah, every it's like everything. I, I get those responses all the time when I'm working on someone's computer and something that's seemingly easy for me and I can get it done in five minutes and someone's like, wait a second, that there's no way like that normally would take like <laughs> an hour or something. I'm like, well not if you know these shortcuts and blah 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 and all this stuff, you know. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and just want to remind everyone, um, just talk about it once a month or so, but uh, we also have a handy-dandy link 
on the website to join our Patreon. And uh, I want to remind those who are in our Patreon channel right now that uh, I haven't written it yet, but let's get our benefits in for July. And yeah. I think one of the honest ones is changing people's names. Have someone change mine. I mean, please, uh, somebody change his name. Yes, yeah, Sin, Sin always wants to change my name, but he can't. I would actually probably be okay with that, but the Discord doesn't allow that. <laughs> You're lucky. You're lucky this time. <laughs> Unless you want to pass the server over to me, and then uh, you won't be able to change my name. Hell no. <laughs> Sin and but I'll be able to. Name. I'll be able to have free reign on changing your name. And and shout out to Cato, uh, who's in the live chat right now. He's and he's a patron member, and he says, "Give me ideas." Yeah, people give Cato ideas to change my name or other people's names. Let's do it. Just go from the heart. First thing that pops in your head, go. Just um, something even silly or stupid. <laughs> I mean, just we get these benefits once a month, so you might as well use them somehow. Yeah, and and send. What did you change Cato to? <laughs> Celestial head, and uh, a little backstory. It uh, we were doing the raids last night, and then um, somebody had mentioned that you have the life size uh, celestial nighthawk helm. Uh, I think it was Zebrak who mentioned it. DM'd Kato like the link to it, and Kato was like sitting there debating for a while about getting it, because um, of course with him being hunter main, and so I was kind of it was kind of playing off that because he was thinking about buying it. So that's why I changed it real quick from Pet Cemetery to freshen it up for you and be relevant to what we had just talked about from the night before. Mm. I'm debating myself on getting that ornament. I bought it far too long. <laughs> I know a lot of people have gotten that Nerf uh, Gallahorn, though. Well, real quick, I bought the knitting emote. <laughs> that, that one looks kind of cool in the yeah, store. But the Gallahorn, yes, that I was looking today. That was about what 175 US. Uh, like after shipping and stuff, yeah, yeah, that's actually not awful for like a nerf thing, but still, <laughs> it's a well, lot of money for a nerf gun, though. I, yeah, but yeah, like, but it's a licensed nerf product, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've seen them easily a hundred or more, and so for it being a Destiny licensed one, yeah, it's like actually all in price, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, out of everything that they've gotten so far, it's like the silver raid ring, I think it was, and this have been like the most reasonably priced things I've seen for offers. And sadly, they're both still way too expensive for me to buy, <laughs> just like and casually. Yeah, and luckily I'm not interested in this, so I won't be dropping any money. <laughs> right. <laughs> I haven't bought much from their store. A coffee mug, I think a beanie once, a t-shirt. That's about it. I do like that new shirt though, that haunted shirt. And because I've been framing the uh, the solstice uh, shirts every year, or the uh, I think it's the solstice shirts. Moment, no moments of triumph shirts. I've been framing those and hanging them up as like decor like i thought that one would be pretty cool to have up like for for decor purposes it is a sick looking shirt yeah all right well gaming stuff so yeah what we've been doing in the game you said the raid was good the other night sin 
Yeah, two raids, DSC and um and Vow Disciple. And I'm sure I did something over the weekend. It's just escapes me right now what I did over the weekend. Uh, I'm pretty sure one of one of which was a raid, but yeah, there wasn't uh, much planned in the in the raid bot recently. So I said, you know what? I went on a uh, like a whole thing of posting. So I did two last night. I uh, didn't do one for today because of the recording. I did one for tomorrow night, uh, which is Friday now, and then uh, for Saturday. Uh, just because of work, I didn't overbook those days. Uh, figuring that being up late and having to work and travel the next day would kind of suck. But yeah, been trying to get my light, my power level or light level up there so I can hopefully get my last challenge needed for the Val title, which is just that caretaker challenge and. Just enough to, yeah, yeah, one of the hardest ones, and <laughs> one of the hardest ones. And I did get a few, a uh, few fifteen seventy pieces of gear last night. Primary, secondary, or you know, um, let's see, <laughs> tertiary, <Helm>, yeah, <laughs> tertiary, yeah. I got a few pieces. We'll just keep it at that. A few pieces to uh, get me to that fifteen seventy. Uh, pinnacle cap and i've been working trying to work on some of these seasonal challenges the weekly stuff so i can get my season pass up so i can hopefully withstand it when i do run it here towards the end of the season are you trying that hard <laughs> not really i could be playing more if i was trying that hard yeah but i feel what's like your, I, I don't i'm not what's your max power level right now with artifact uh i am 1583 right now all right I'll try to get at least 86 if you can. Uh, that hopefully wouldn't be a problem in the next couple of weeks because I think, what, two, three weeks now from now is when I'll be able to try it again. So, yeah. Yeah, you're not even there. GM ready, Sin. Are you sure you're ready for the <laughs> master? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll be ready. I'll be ready soon. Don't you worry. Yeah. Account recovery. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, so this this last week we had a finale to uh, these weekly missions that I was not totally expecting. I mean, there was kind of talk that um, you know we knew there was one more triumph and lower page and things to close out, but a lot of times in the past they just wait to like just some really small thing at the very end of the season. <clears throat> but this week they added a whole other little mission into the game. Have both of you yep. played that yet? I have. Yes, Sam? indeed. All right. <clears throat> did you expect... Okay, spoilers for anyone, but uh, too bad. <laughs> did you expect <laughs> it would be wow. having Scalus callous skulls being spit at us again? Oh, that was actually pretty, pretty darn cool, not going to lie. Yeah, I was actually super glad to see that like, coming back. Um, and to date, that's still the only way we've ever really interacted with Callus himself. Is I as know, a right? big, giant floating head. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So if we're interacting with him this way, is it just some projection? Is it like actually essence of him? Does it really matter? I know, but it's just so interesting. <laughs> 
I mean, it's a psychic power. Yeah. It does confirm at the very least. Yeah, it does confirm at the very least that he was involved, at least in some way, with the raid itself. There's no spoiler for Leviathan. They can't play it anymore. Uh, The end boss was a robot. Bum, bum, bum. So, but still, to have like that as kind of like the confirmation that, yes, this is callous. Like I said, it's kind of nice. Yeah. It's like he's just this ethereal overlord that's in the sky, and you know we finally see an image of him again. And of course, we get teleport. It was cool. We we go down, <clears throat> you know, like when you finish the raid, like where the chest would be, and then there was a portal. I'm like, oh boy, this portal is going to take us somewhere else. And uh, and then we end up on a pyramid ship area, or well, it could have been on land somewhere, but you know that the whole inside of what their areas yeah, look like. We were like. on the. We were transported to the moon. The moon one. Okay. Okay. Yes. I should have been. Yes, yeah, because they were kind of leading up to that. I, I didn't, didn't. Yeah, thanks for letting me know, Des, because I didn't admittedly hear every well, line of the lore and what people were saying. Well, well. It, yeah, it actually, uh, it's one. Of, it's on the transition uh, after you go into the portal. It does state that, I forget the, the name of the location, but it is the moon. Hmm. So... Pretty cool, all in yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was nice to have a, um, a safety bubble. I mean, the mission wasn't too hard, as to be expected. When they have these solo missions, it's always interesting. I, I appreciate in some aspects because they they need to let the solo player be able to get through these missions, I guess. But I wish there was something they could do to make it a little bit longer, more interesting, harder. Do these still scale if you bring in three people? Do you know? Probably not. No, that's just that was just the Witch Queen campaign, but not these little yeah. seasonal. Yeah. They specifically mentioned it about Witch Queen, but nothing about these. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say I'm actually super surprised that a uh, plot twist. It was Keitel and not Zavala giving us like a, sh- a safety bubble. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, when we first had the safety bubble, I mean, I kind of knew it was there, but then I was running around and just killing stuff. And then all the skulls come at me. I'm like, kill them. And then ah, they, right. they were getting me a little bit. I'm like, eh, but it, they didn't seem like I was going to have to worry too much. But then after a little bit, I'm like, well, I might as well just stand in the bubble <laughs> and get some safety. Uh, Healy was pulling the MVP and actually uploading a screenshot of that transition. The area is called Chantry of the Darkest Hour. <sighs> yes, the super moon. good. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of learning safety first training from Zap Zap, and indeed. Um, but no, I I I thought it was like really good. Uh, I thought it was a sufficient ending. Um, to how you know, this season has been leading up and playing out. I feel like that's the way they did it is probably the best way for them to have ended it. Yep. And it confirms that Callus is working with the witness. And, and he is no longer Callus. Yeah. He's technically Callus is dead, even though he's been dead. But now it's he's Strike me down, and I'm, I'll become more powerful than you've ever imagined, or however exactly that line goes. Um, mm. Yeah, he is now 
Oh God, what was the term Eris used? It wasn't a disciple of the witness. It was like a a harbinger or something of the witness. It was like indicating potentially like a some more active. Either way, he's like herald of the second collapse now, which is like, oh, okay, big deal. Gotcha. Yeah, ah, yeah, Harold. It was Harold. Thank you, Kato. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I liked the pace that they had this season so far. Now, I'm a little worried what the second half of the season is going to be because we still have a fair amount of time left, just a little less than half left. Uh, we know Iron Banner is coming this next week and then the week after Solstice. But I mean, I don't know about all y'all, but uh, maybe I'll be interested in Solstice for like a week or two, but then I'll be like, okay. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah, I don't know, because I think if reports say that we have like five weeks left in this season, if that's accurate, uh, we then have, we're going to have... Yeah, is more? It's, we saw 46 days. 46 days. That's six Divided weeks. Divided by seven. Yeah, I know. It's about six. Yeah, six and a half. Mm. Well, that's... Oof, yeah, I hope they have something because that's going to be like... Let's see. Banner's next week. They have three weeks of solstice if it lasts that long. Uh, which, yeah, it's seasonal, so it should. So that's going to be two dead weeks. Potentially, if they don't have some kind of epilogue or something. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. There's other things that, you know, we've all gotten used to the downtimes in Destiny, and we can play other games, and we can raid, and we can do whatever we like to do. But uh, <clears throat> I feel like, in one aspect, like the season was going fast, but then in another aspect, now I feel like it's going kind of slow. And because the new one doesn't start until the end of August, I think it was like August 23rd, or I saw a date somewhere. So we do have a bit of time left. Interesting. But that's all good. Interesting. It just gives me time to catch up on triumphs that I've been missing out on. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Usually they don't go away, though, Sin, unless it's another DLC or something. <laughs> I get that. But it gives... it gives you time to get GM ready and uh, care to care... Caretaker challenge, right? Caretaker. Yeah, not carekeeper. What? Carekeeper. <laughs> I had that same issue. It's the caretaker. Not long ago. <laughs> For some reason, I couldn't remember caretaker. I was like, care, care, care keeper? Care, what? what, what? <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> Kato can, can attest to that one. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, um, but, you know, 40, whatever, how many days? 46 days is still nothing compared to decades. Has anyone heard the news about a job listing? And nope. the destiny, in some form or another, has decades to come. Those were actually the words that they used today. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> All right. You know, Let's pull I'm up this article here. Yeah, I'm honestly not too surprised because, I mean, the overall ambition for Bungie with Destiny is to basically create the wow of shooters. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that's their ambition is to legitimately last decades. Because, I mean, good lord. How long has WoW been around? 
Yeah. Since I think what oh four, oh five, maybe. I think Somewhere they're still there? being true with their original ten year plan. And we know that after Final Shape there's gonna kinda be this demarcation of <clears throat> okay, that was the original ten year saga. But um in this job listing it says it'll be a narrative director to oversee the Destiny Universe storytelling across multiple platforms, working with internal teams and external partners. So again, again, you know, we know there's going to be potentially other IP other than just video games, but probably a video game will always be a big portion of it. And they also then use the word Bungie is planning to support the Destiny franchise for fans to enjoy for decades to come. They specifically have that wording in the job posting. So yeah, back, so you know when our grandkids are playing <laughs> season two hundred and thirty-seven. <laughs> back in my day, Gallahorn <laughs> shot shot Wolfback rounds, and it was awesome. You think we'll have a new engine by then? <laughs> <laughs> right. Good God, let's hope. Yeah, everyone will there'll be a new engine by then, but uh... <laughs> or else our grandkids are going to be complaining about stuff getting vaulted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I thought I thought that was interesting. Seeing that there, there was a couple news articles that picked up on it today. It wasn't. I'm surprised it didn't hit a little bit more. Like, I mean, I'm sure people on Reddit are talking about it, but I don't think I saw it in any of the discords. So I just thought I would bring that up. Yeah, very interesting. Like I said, the the, the ambition makes sense to me for sure. Like, will it actually last that long? Who knows? But it, it is nice to see their ambition is very. It does confirm. Also, what they've been saying is that after Final Shape, you know, it's going to keep going. Yeah. For maybe decades. <laughs> well, it's nice they have that ambition, at least. Forever. <laughs> like Grekel said in the chat, uh, actually, a couple things he said are amazing in the chat. Can't wait for Solar 19.0. Yeah. Right? <laughs> And uh, someone will get rich starting a chain of nursing homes for gamers where we'll all be playing Destiny still yes. decades from now. Hundred <laughs> percent. Can't wait to like for the live meetup on when that happens. I am writing this down now. Thank you, Grocco. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go ahead and invest now. <laughs> We're not gonna be playing chess or bingo in the old folks' homes. We're gonna be playing Destiny in our in our recliner chairs with our Let's controllers. Patreon members, so we can start crowdfunding this now. <clears throat> You're going to need destiny themed and gated retirement community, like Helio says. <laughs> right. You're going to need like, destiny land. Oh, let's hope there's like really good internet in the future. You know what I mean? Because that's going to do. Yeah, that's true. I, I know too, because I've done computer work for, um, some older customers, like a client of mine, they're like, can you help my mom? She's over in so-and-so home. I go there. Their internet sucks. Like, I can't even download drivers for a printer. Golf <laughs> <laughs> carts that look like sparrows to get around. Yes. <laughs> oh, my I'll, gosh. This, this is just going here in the chat room. This is awesome. Right. I'll break a hip on a golf cart that looks like a sparrow. 100%. No regrets. <laughs> oh, man. Grandpa, stop maybe, talking about Destiny 1. No one cares about that anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, back in, 
back when we first started it, we were lucky to get a legendary from a legendary <laughs> in Graham. You kids are ungrateful now. <laughs> Silly crap. We don't deal with legendary engrams anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Legendaries are so passe. Uh, it oh, still God. makes me think set bonuses, Diablo style. Maybe. Why can't we have those? Actually, they're already starting to experiment with those if you pay attention, then. I know. But more. But not on that scale. It. Not on, not, not on not, the scale like a full not, full set. Not only in Iron Banner, but actually every seasonal armor that's released this since Witch Queen has had a benefit uh, a benefiting set bonus. Yeah, but that's does anybody really other than Iron Banner does really anybody need to use that stuff if they're playing the game? Actually, well, it's super helpful to start with. Yeah, maybe we don't necessarily need it, but the point is that they have it, and uh, I hope they expand upon that. Yeah, and it, um, basically, it also makes grinding because uh, I actually do use um, seasonal armor drops that I get um, at least at the start of a season, uh, thanks to those set bonuses, because it makes grinding the activity early less painful. Like you can actually, you know, keep like opening, like doing a the Castellum. You can actually keep opening the chest fairly consistently, like from the start, which is very nice, like a nice little boost. One thing I want to bring up now, and this may help some other people, but this is just speculation. But when I was in the Castellum area the other day with Sin, and I believe Kato was there, and Sin, you were missing some of those triumphs, like the behest of the Empress, right? In the pools area and a few other things. Yes, well, finally got how that we were there way. For... Oh, you did? Yes. Well, tell me how you got it, if you... or were you paying attention? When it yeah. Popped? So I know you said it was kind of in like a certain area, and there was a flag. Um, and there is a flag. Like, I don't know when it arrived, but I had been like, you know, putzing around, kind of just like, just moving around and looking for stuff to kill because I needed to do to finish some other stuff for the Reaper title anyway. Uh, and I have like one more or two more triumphs to go to finish it. But uh, there's a flag. It's down by close by. Uh, I know where the flag is, Sen. I was asking if you remember what you were doing exactly when it popped finally. No, I was just running around killing stuff. Of course not. Okay, no worries. I was just, <laughs> the only reason I bring this up is because potentially, potentially, um, and see, I think this might make sense because of a couple things I've noticed and what some people have said, but I was staying in the flag area exactly for quite a while and just killing enemies in that area, not really moving even over to the other side of that particular arena much. I was reading responses on Twitter that a lot of people only got it to pop finally when they were on the other side of the arena or going between zones. And I do remember another time playing with Kato or someone when... Ironically enough, when we finally went to another zone, some of the things were just starting to pop, and then we ran back real quick. Uh, so something to keep in mind, everyone. If you're in an area and you're not getting one of those things, maybe move to a slightly different area than where it might be. Yep. That's what I was wondering if you had noticed. Yeah. yeah, I was jumping around, but didn't really notice if it was something else in particular that I killed or anything like that. Like I kept jumping around and moving between and finally noticed it. 
Okay. Well, I'm glad you got it. Do it, kiddo. <laughs> but why 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 do you want to? Anything interesting you want to do, Kato? Probably play well that and hop into this brand new like PS plus system where he can go premium and play both of the Force Unleashed, was it? Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Where For you can stream you- it. Yep. Oh, I see. Above that, Diablo, yes. Uh, for, and for those of you not knowing what we're talking about, because you're just listening to this after the fact, please check out our podcast Life Talk channel. Yes. You're, you're missing out if you're not in the Discord. <laughs> you are missing out. You can screw with us live, just like Kato, Helios, and Grackle. Mm-hmm. Right now. Because <clears throat> we like to be screwed with live. It Wait, was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have one. Yeah, I know, right? I have one other interesting thing on mine that I wanted to talk about. Let's pull this up. This is under member stats. Some cool things from the Charlemagne bot today that I thought were interesting. Okay. So now, obviously not everyone's registered through Charlemagne, so take this grain of salt, yada, yada. But their stats show across all their guardians that the drop rate for the exotic armor in Legendary Lost Sectors is right around 25%. So it's kind of cool to hear. Um, <clears throat> they said that uh, worst case scenario, it took someone 83 runs before they got a drop, so that's the, that's the most unlucky anyone got. <laughs> oh, I know, right? 83? That poor soul. <clears throat> Which happens because that's how that's how these percentages work. But for most people, most people, you can run it four times and you'll probably get it if you have the average luck. <laughs> so twenty five percent drop rate. Um, you know that's kind of what I was thinking because I remember I haven't done them too often lately. But I would it would kind of take me anywhere between like three to six runs. I would feel like before I would get an exotic. You know, I never really did it often. In fact, for the past few seasons, I just haven't. Um, so I'm missing out on quite a few exotics. But yeah. every time I ran it, I got it within the first two runs. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I mean, but 83. Hopefully you're not one of those, anyone's any of those people. <clears throat> now, that's only... Okay, so there's only four people, like three people that got... No, no, I'm sorry. That's something else. Uh, only one person, it took 83 runs. The next person, it took 72 runs, and then 69, 68, 63, and then it goes, you know, it gets tighter and tighter. But I I know they have a lot of Guardians registered, so for only a handful of people to even be in the 60s and then only one in 80, that shows, again, like they said, this percentage is 25%, so most likely you will get it after four runs, but at least somewhere around that area. Unless you have really bad luck. Yeah, because that is uh, law of probabilities. Um, let's just say, yeah, it, it's twenty five percent does not mean it's guaranteed within yeah. four runs. It yep. just means it's likely. It's to likely within four yeah, runs. I like that word, likely, not guaranteed. Right? <laughs> like it is possible to flip a coin like fifty times and get all of one result. It's possible. It's not likely, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and they say the two key takeaways are the drop rate is actually really high and earning each new exotic armor should take, on average, way less than an hour, unless you are very unlucky. 
<laughs> and there is no bad luck protection, so it is possible to be supremely unlucky. Yeah. 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 All right. And then they also gave stats on the Heart Shadow Sword in the new dungeon. Anyone have a guess what those drop rates look like? 2%. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, really? Wow. They don't have a lot of data on that one yet, but so far they're looking the, the initial drop rate. They're seeing numbers between 1% to 2.5%, somewhere right around there. They're going to give us some more data, but uh, yeah. And they said that one's harder too because it has an initial drop rate, but then you know there's kind of some higher chance when you do certain times. So they said they're going to have yeah. to do a lot of analytics to add those other things in, but um, based on the... Uh, <clears throat> Based on just that, they said 202,000 Guardians have unlocked Heart Shadow and 1.17 million have cleared duality. So 17% um, of the people who have cleared duality now have the sword, even though it's still a 2-ish percent chance at first, and then you know it can go up. Uh, so I think 17%, you know, it's still lowish of all the people that have cleared 17% have the sword. Yeah. That's not awful. Like, especially for a low drop chance something. Mm -hmm. I got it the other week, and then a couple days ago, I did the little catalyst quest inside. It was kind of fun. You know, you have to pick up the uh, extra flags, and then, well, you kill an extra <clears throat> yellow bar enemy that only appears if someone in the fire team is on that spot of the, you know, if you have the sword but don't have the catalyst for it yet. Yeah. And then you have to take the staff and then run with it to certain areas and not die while you have it. And uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, the first one I flubbed a couple times, and then the next two were actually easier, in my opinion, than the first one. And uh, got it done. But that the third one, Sin, <clears throat> that's, I was joking because it's the area where you always go balls deep and tend to get fooped off. You know, like the rafters towards the end. It's in the light zone, not the red zone. And you come out of this room and you immediately turn right and there's a bunch of phalanxes there. And I always see Sin like just running towards the rafters and then they push him off and then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the areas you got to carry the sword. So don't, nice. <laughs> don't run fast there. Let, let the other guardians run ahead and clear the ads first. <laughs> got it. So just be cautious is what you're saying. Yeah. Although when you're in the red zones, there is a timer. So there's some of these uh, staffs you have to take through a red zone, some you have to take through the regular zones, and some both. But uh, whenever you're in the red zone, there is a timer. Um, but funny enough, not in the other areas. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, hopefully I'll get it. And uh, I'm right now, it's not as, uh, not as lucky as I have been with collective obligations, so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, and I was wondering if they had stats on that because that's what I was really interested in. I feel like that one has a s less of a chance than even Vex Mythoclass. I was trying to look and I didn't see them ever run any stats on that one. And I, I uh, messaged them on Twitter. I'm hoping to hear back. Yeah, I was curious on that one. <clears throat> I mean, it shows how many people have it in the whole community, but that doesn't help because... I mean, I guess we could also see how many in the community have run the raid at least once, and then I could try to interpolate from there. But in the whole community, only 1% of people have it. So I guess whatever we can take from that. I, but I want to know what its drop rate percentage average is. Yeah, that definitely would be curious as well. 
Well, that's all I have on my things. Do we have anything interesting from the TWAB or anything else we want to talk about? Um, bug talk in the TWAB is pretty much it. Um, they go into extraordinary detail of why Artifice Armor has lost their additional mod socket. Which is actually pretty interesting to read. Um, but basically TLDR um, spaghetti code and the steel quote from Hazel, stuff's broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, it's, it's, it's turning into a problem for them, essentially. Um, the fix that they had, apparently, apparently if you've logged in at any point in time during this season, the fix might not fix the problem. The fix is guaranteed to work if you haven't logged in during this season. Interesting. But yeah, it's... But they do say it has to do with how the... How the armor works and how like the changing of seasons uh, puts those you know depreciated mods in their place which is supposed to prevent some shenanigans from happening um, it's just it interacted very weird with the artifice armor and yes there are cases that that is it was that change from last season from us from one season to another that is causing that socket to vanish because for some reason that depreciated mod isn't interacting properly with that extra mod socket. I always find that interesting in computer yeah. things too, where they come out with a fix, but the fix only works if you haven't done something before. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the issue. Uh, like I said, they technically fixed it. But it's still not guaranteed to fix it for you, uh, but they are still working on a solution to the problem. It's just that they have to, it's a more complicated problem than, because now they have to basically like go through and comb through like, they have to create like an algorithm to go through inventories and to find screwed up sockets. Like, yeah, it's... It's, a, it's an entire thing now, but it, I super appreciate the fact that they gave this explanation. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, Maybe it's, if uh, not so many people had alt accounts, we'd be a little bit better off. <laughs> right. Um, Moving on. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's... It, like I said, it's, it's super interesting, at least to me, and like I said, they are stating why. Um, so yeah, just... Super cool, but that's legitimately the meat of the TWAB, other than, of course, more charity works, more charity stuff happening, and that's that's about it. Yeah, more uh, videos, all the normal stuff. Yeah. yeah the, honestly, the last several TWABs have been <clears throat> great. I mean, they're, they're still, it's nice they're still coming out with weekly communication to us, but not heavy on actionable feature information. Or, or yeah. well, we did have, a, what was it? The one they missed last week, they talked about some of the weapon stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the preview to the midseason yeah. weapon balancing that's going to be coming. So, but other than that, <laughs> not too much. Yeah, other than that, it's not too much. But like you said, it is nice that they are still giving us weekly information, and they are taking these like uh, 
I really hope this carries forward that they're taking these moments that, you know, not a lot is happening and that, you know, they can't give us a lot of actionable information, but they are giving us a little, like a little peek behind the curtain, you know? And I do, I do like that. They're taking oh, yeah. the opportunity to be a little more transparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, they do that very well. They do that a lot. Yep. All right, that's the twelve. Yeah. That that's the twelve. I mean, that's. Don't believe me? Go look. I dare you. <laughs> um, <laughs> we believe you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, that's. I always feel weird on like like twelve because it's like I'm used to talking more and like explaining a few more things, but there's nothing to explain. And if you want a better explanation, go read the twelve. It is actually yeah. a very nice. Uh, it is very nicely explained. That doesn't like. I think Hippie did this swap uh, too, and like I said, it's done in a way that you don't need to know jargon or how systems work. Like she does a, it's a great like explanation to read into without having to know anything. You know, a layman can under or the, the, the casual can understand it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited because Ubisoft announced the release date of their pirate game coming up in the fall called Skull and Bones. Where they took oh, yeah, the inspiration, that one. Yeah, the inspiration from Black Flag Assassin's Creed. And it had been in development for a very long time, but it is coming out this year, November 8th. That actually wouldn't be too bad because Black Flag did a lot of good things for their uh, ship mechanics. From three, yeah, but November is going to be a hot month. Also, rag the new uh, God of War Ragnarok is right around there. I think within a day or two. I think. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. So that's going to that's going to get crushed by Ragnarok then. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it it will, I'm sure. But uh, there is a lot of hype for this, and I, I like Ubisoft stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm not going to say playing it when it comes out. Yeah. I mean, I do hope that it. I mean, it, it it should survive like a not so great launch, but I don't know. Ragnarok just, you know, it's. Oh yeah. It just seems like it'd be a little more because this new God of War was like a huge hit, um, and did so many good things for like just the franchise as a whole. So, <laughs> Atreus is so tall now. Oh my god. <laughs> Our baby boy is growing. Um, and we do have a little teaser trailer too for the game Skull and Bones. So if you want to check that out, <clears throat> as normal, they just show a bunch of cutscenes and not so much gameplay. I always hate that when they're just yeah, only yeah. showing cutscenes, but whatever. It's actually, yeah, Ragnarok also has their video, which, like I said, it, it's not much. Uh, it, it's it's legitimately a tease, and yeah, it's it's like show us more stuff. <laughs> it's like, come on, yeah, show us what you got. Uh, any other games anyone's looking forward to, or I don't even really know much else that's coming out anytime soon. I have no idea uh, either. Uh, the only game I'm probably gonna buy until Final Fantasy comes out, I have it has already came out, so. <laughs> uh, I mentioned it a 
couple times in other games, but it's a DNF duel. It is not going to be many people's cup of tea. I know. It's a fighting game, but still. Looks so good. Right on. Ah, thank you, Helios, for reminding me. I knew it. But see, there's, there's, I, I, there's, there's people that are around that are looking out for me. Helios is one of those guys. Um, final communication. Oh yeah. That that final comms. Uh, after you complete and finish out the mission. Uh, that last little last little bit. Don't miss it. And I'm entirely going to spoil it. Um, so sorry, but not sorry. Um, it is a message from Eris to a mysterious recipient. Ooh. Actually, legitimately, because they don't officially say who she's sending this information to. Um, I believe she mentions Dreaming City. Like that they're going to Dreaming City for some reason. So at first, I... Uh, I personally thought it might have been something to crow at first. Because, you know, who else has business in the Dreaming City, potentially? Uh, I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, she ends the transmission. Or a little on. Just, uh, it's like, you told me to live my life. And she mentions that there's more truths in this person than they would like to admit. And she ends the transmission by calling them rat. Such a mystery. Woo. Even though I, I still think uh, it, it's definitely super speculation and pretty much all but confirmed. She's talking to the drifter. I do remember um, seeing somebody post about that in our spoilers channel. That indeed he was called that in a previous season. Yes, and I do believe also it was uh, in the Beyond Light cutscene between their inter or idle di or dialogues during Beyond Light as they talked between one another. Um, I do believe it's it's a recurring thing, but of course, um, shoutouts to Mister Monkey. Was this on the spot? Yes. Yes, it was. Right? Was it there? I think it was. I, now this is coming back to me also. And he was asking what you thought about it, I believe. Yes, indeed. Indeed, indeed. It's got me super interested on what they're planning with the Drifter next. Um, i got to be honest. Because, again, what's he got to do with the Dreaming City? Like, could another season actually start to tip into the energies that are still there. Um, because, again, Savathun was the mastermind behind the Dreaming City curse, but it is it is not her energy that fuels it at all. Um, uh, I believe it's Dulin Kara, which is the final boss for Shattered Throne, uh, which is her daughter. Surprise, surprise. Um, if you're not, if you don't keep up with the lore, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's like this entire feedback loop that we go and we kill Riven, but Riven, being an Ahamkara, gains energy from granting wishes. Our wish is to kill Riven. Riven gains energy from granting that wish. Even though Riven dies, 
that energy is collected by Duel and Kara, which is then fed back into the Dreaming City, reviving Riven, and starting the Last Wish all over again. And also, like, certain energy... It, it's like an entire feedback loop that no matter who we kill or where or how many times, they keep coming back. So it's like a circuit that just... I mean, that's why it keeps going, because we cannot break the circuit of energy that has nothing to do with Sabathun anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so it is... Oh, was it the reef that she mentioned? I don't know. Either way, but yeah, it's it's super interesting on exactly what she's referring or not what she's referring to, but more what they're trying to foreshadow with this message. Um, I am super hoping that it is going to lead into directly the next se- uh, the next season. Is what I'm hoping because that would be super interesting to get another drifter season and potentially something involving awoken or perhaps taken energy considering the taken have com- kind of completely ramshackled everything they had so yeah it's speaking of helios i'm eating some daryl lee australian licorice right now is that stuff authentic <laughs> I mean, it says it's made in Australia. They're exporting it to us. <laughs> I like black licorice. Um, I just thought about that because I had it on my desk and we were talking about all this and I saw Helios in the chat. But yum. Yeah, he says yes. But uh, <clears throat> no, good, good discussions. I'm glad we saw that. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, you know, there hasn't been... A lot, not that we should ever expect, but uh, Destiny leaks, discords, and reddits, and all those things um, has been a little light lately. For take yeah. that what it's worth, I don't care. But it's always fun when there are leaks too, or speculations, which some of these aren't true leaks or things have changed. Maybe they were a leak, but I still want to know which raid is coming out next season. <laughs> Just let us know ahead of time, for sure, so I can um, be sad or happy. Yeah, forty-six days. Because no, let us know before then. <laughs> Basically, also the big leak that we had for this season, or the, the for Witch Queen, has already been proven false. So, oh well. Well, in most regards, it's been proven false. Predominantly on what's supposed was what was supposed to happen this season. No, real quick, Helios. No, actually, I just got this uh, licorice from. We have a really good import store uh, that's twenty minutes from me that. Gets tons of stuff from all over, but mostly UK and uh, Scandinavian countries, some Australian stuff. That's where I uh, talk with Mr. Monkey, too, about the Yorkshire tea that I get. Uh, but that's where I got this uh, Australian licorice also. So import stores are great. Right? Sometimes a little pricey, but eh. Yep. I think I've seen Tim Tams. Yep. <laughs> all Tim Tams. That's familiar to me. Yeah. I but mean, no. yeah, they have tons of great stuff there. I, I love going there because it's like a, it's it's a time where like you go into a store that's here, but you don't feel like you're in the United States. <laughs> like, right. their whole focus is import stuff, so yeah, not really anything you're gonna see in a regular grocery store. <laughs> yeah, when we were living in Alabama, we had a 
I believe it was called like World Market. I yeah, think. World Markets are like that, but this store is because yeah. we have those too. But yeah, this store okay. is like a thousand times more than a World Market. But yeah, same point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, either way, yeah, the wife went, would go there to like find you know weird Asian stuff you can't like you know import candies and such that yeah mm-hmm. with absolutely no English on them. So good luck. Yeah, that's where I'll actually go to World Market to get the green tea Kit Kats that I really like, the Japanese ones. You know what? Yeah, I think that's, I think, yeah, I think the wife used to get those too. Yeah. Really weird to me, but yeah, she loved them. <laughs> <laughs> you can order some of the stuff on Amazon too, but then that's where it gets pretty pricey. If oh, yeah, uh, I don't sure. know if because the stores, you know, they get them in bulk or whatever, but um, I mean, there's a wide range of prices just depending on how much things cost anyways, but you don't have to spend a lot of money. Like, a lot of the things are no. um, not too pricey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it all. I guess it all depends on like size, uh, connections, things like that, and authentic business. Or there might be a separate like pricing for not quite business business. Like I'm sure a lot of like Amazon, uh, or at least some Amazon merchants. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Or you know. <laughs> Who knows? We have two Amazon distribution centers in our region, really close. One is like ten minutes down the street from me, and one is like twenty minutes away. And they're like the huge warehouses, like the super mega, yeah. like Walmart size distribution size centers, you know. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so maybe I mentioned this on the show before, but uh, I can order things and have them delivered like four to six hours later <laughs> if they're in the local. Because really? they, they have their own fleet of st- vans now, Amazon yeah, yeah. delivery. So all right, yeah, I needed yeah. some uh, AA batteries earlier, and um, and then there's something else I ordered. And uh, I ordered it like at 2, and it's coming any minute now. <laughs> nah. That's intense. We have an Amazon place close by us, but it's still the best case scenario is like the next day for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends. Same, but... It was... It was like that for a while, and then I don't know if just because they built up their fleet of delivery drivers around here too, it, it could happen. Then, but uh, yeah. yeah, I was I was really surprised when I started seeing the same day deliveries. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's, that's crazy. That's the wave of the future. Yeah, well, drones too—they want to use that for yeah. smaller things, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's actually uh, Kato segues ways uh, into the only news I had for this week, uh, other than Destiny. Yeah, go for um, it, and then we can start finishing up. But yeah, let's uh, yeah talk about other stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Tis a sad day for anyone uh, who uh, has gotten into Yu-Gi-Oh! or watched the anime, read the manga, whatever. But um, at least today, or earlier for us today, uh, Kazuki Takahashi um was found or his body was found off the coast of like Okinawa in a popular vacation spot and yeah it, he, he died at 60 um, they presume currently as far as we know because um, I still don't know if they have official cause of death uh, but they do presume drowning because he was again yeah he, he was found like in the water with snorkeling gear on. So, yeah. 
indeed. <laughs> That's sad. And yeah, I, it just makes me scared too. Cause like I, I went snorkeling recently and I, I mean, it's not necessarily a dangerous thing, but things can still happen when, if you're not yeah. used to it, when you first start it too, you feel like you might die because you, if you don't get the breathing right and everything, but yeah. I, who knows what happened, but, uh, um, for sure. So, I'll yeah. definitely be tracking to find like, at least trying to keep up for, you know, exactly what happened if they can find out. Uh, because that just sounds like for me to have never been snorkeling, like to die snorkeling sounds like a stretch because, you know, the only experience I have with snorkeling gear is in the pool. So, you know, <laughs> it, yeah, it's still like stretch, it really doesn't. But, yeah, yeah. Maybe it, he just, maybe he just took in some water the wrong way and wasn't able to recover, you know, or, or who knows, boats could have been around and caused a problem and, you know, they, they're still investigating. It's super weird because, I mean, he he's a manga author that created a, he created a comic um, that was essentially, I mean, the entire focus of Yu-Gi-Oh! when it was created was it was a boy that solved a puzzle, but now he has like an other self. Um, and it's like this whole balance of like good and evil and everything and like triumph, you know, he's fighting like school bullies at first and it's, it's really weird if you've watched the show and then go back to read the manga to see how it started. But, um, it was just, it was like the card game was just another game that like he featured that was based off of, uh, the popularity of magic the gathering. And, it was just going to be like a chapter or two that it got featured uh, much like any other game, um, which ranged from portable rock'em sock'em robots to yo-yos. Not kidding. Um, there's basically a yo-yo battle to the death. Not kidding. Um, so yeah. So the fact that, you know, everyone wrote in, questioning about this card game he decided to continue it and he's created an entire phenomenon that has echoed like immensely like because it is definitely like one of the most popular like competitive card games just there are and it was like the first competition to match the gathering that came out which is pretty massive for one man to have created by accident. <laughs> I see what yeah. you did there, Drafty. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave that there. one. We'll leave that one for people to just read in the chat. Yeah, yeah, for sure, because that's that's awful, but also fantastic at the same time. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, so yeah, so it's it's. It's just super sad. And yeah, if you found, yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing that up because it is a, a very monumental thing. So uh, even though I haven't been into that personally myself, uh, I definitely know I've been seeing that in the news today. So, yeah, it's that. I mean, at the very least, I guess the benefit is that he died at 60, which I mean, he had. I mean, good lord, he, he's seen his creation like span the globe. So it's not one of the, at least for me, it's not one of those like too soon mm -hmm. uh, moments. I mean, 
and uh, hopefully he was having fun. I mean, why not? If you're vacationing, um, snorkeling, that's yeah, like a fun so time. You're in a vacation spot. You're snorkeling. Yeah, definitely not the. I guess not the worst way to go because, like I said, you're on vacation. You're having fun. Something happened. It's tragic, yes, but at the same time, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's true. Draft. It's not old, but it's not young. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I just feel like like with a lot of modern, you know, you see someone pass like, and Twitter is just resounding with "Oh, it's too soon." It's yeah. like, I mean, no offense, but. Betty White was nearly a hundred and I've still saw like two soons and I'm like, no, she lived a long, great life. Not, yeah. You know, nice. you also appreciate what you have done, you know, and he has been monumental from what it sounds like. Excuse me. Oh yeah. I mean, is allergy ish today. Oh, I definitely understand. Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, yeah, let us know what you've been doing in the game and what you're looking forward to. And uh, let us know what raid you want to see come next season. Breath. <laughs> Sin, I'm not talking Breath. to you. Breath. <laughs> 100% All right. Breath. Surprises, Bungie. Do it. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> right. But until then, we will be here for you. And... Uh, where can everyone find us? Let's start with Des. Where can people find you, Des? You can, of course, find me on Twitter at des underscore raven. Um, and I'll respond eventually when I install Twitter on my phone. Still hasn't happened yet. Um, but of course, you can find me in the discords where I say things occasionally when work isn't Sucking. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, don't do it. Um, let me tell you what. I actually don't feel like I've been missing anything by not having Twitter, so I think that's part of like my procrastination installing it. But anywho, Sin! <laughs> uh, they can find me where I do have Twitter installed on my phone, but I don't really use it. Or over on the Discord next to you two lovely gents. Or, but that Twitter thing, Sin underscore media. Kingsley Al Bundy. Where can they find you? Yeah, uh, I actually use Twitter. I mean, not tons, but I, I've i kind of been a fan of it. The, just the micro. It's like TikTok in the text world. You know, everything's just really short, and <laughs> you get on to the next thing. And, of course, I maintain our Guardian Hub Twitter account and then my own personal Twitter account. So you can find me, let's start off with that, everywhere as Kingsley Mac, except for Twitter. I'm MC Kingsley. Hopefully I can change that someday. But you can find out everything about how to learn more about the Guardian Hub podcast where to listen to us in case where you're listening now you don't like because <laughs> obviously you're listening to us right now but uh, how to join the Discord how to join the clan, Patreon, all of the above stuff either on its Twitter page, the Guardian Hub or on our new and improved website theguardianhub.com The best hub on the net Thank you, Sam Yes, <laughs> Okay, thank you, Des. And thanks to me for flubbing the ending, but uh, we will catch you all again (laughs) next week. Oh, it's fine. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. Later.
still haven't fixed this. <laughs> you, you could have come in at any point. We wouldn't have gotten mad. Right? <laughs> if we would have, we would have just booted you, but we wouldn't have. I don't know. I might have. Your <laughs> spite. Your spite. <laughs> I mean, basically. Friendly spite, though. Oh, Not malicious. Any, anybody get the uh, the seven, See, seven? It is just anyone can pop in that has the uh, guest of the show tag, right? Pretty much. Yep. <clears throat> it's a working. Fantastic. Working as expected. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should be careful in case. But again, I probably wouldn't mind if people just hopped in. Get up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, especially him. He, he brings some excitement to the show. You need to make Drafty a uh, guest of the show. Then he can join in. The oh, room. God. Yeah, I might be a little worried then. <laughs> right. <laughs> Talking about a man that would take advantage of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess I, because I don't know why. I did, okay, because you know, I don't have to do a guest of the show. I can just, I guess how other people do it, we just approve as is, you know, um, for these live channels. When people yeah, come in. I think you create a like an uh, a joining channel, like a channel where you join, like a waiting channel, and then you can well, join them. Yeah, you don't have to do that. I can just right click on someone like Drafty and say invite well, to speak, and then mm-hmm. and then he can come up. But since I did add permissions for the speaking for guests of the show, then yeah, anyone can just bring themselves up without getting invited. Uh, like, let's see if I invite Drafty to speak. He can see he has the little hand. Yep, and then he can. He can speak. Hey, Drafty. Why do you think I would abuse that? <laughs> <laughs> because it's you? Is that really even a question? Right? Just because I abuse the ambassador role. Ambassador. <laughs> hey, are we going to have to have like an after show now? And, and that'll be part of the Patreon feed. People have to pay for it. 